Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 127. Why did they go prequel? Like, they got an origin story, but they told the origin story in the first one, so why did they go prequel? August 5th, 2013. This is another episode of the podcast. Oh, I hate when you start off like that. Why? I just started off different. <laughs> Would you rather me to be the depressed one? No. This is but another episode of our podcast. It's, it's not necessarily the, 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 way, the excitement in your voice. It's the way you, it's what you're saying. This is another episode of the podcast. All right. Next time I'll be like, I am so awesome. We're recording this. That's what I'm going to say next time. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm awesome. <laughs> uh, with me this week is Patrick. What it do? And I am your host, Jeremy. No Frank this week. Uh, we actually haven't heard from him today, so um, sorry for yelling in everybody's ear. Yeah, not really sure exactly what Frank's up to, but Frank's soft being Frank, I guess. <laughs> He'll be back next week. I'm sure of it. Well, not really, but I'm pretty sure of it. So we're gonna There's get... a strong possibility that yes. it's going to happen. Yes. So we're going to get right at what we've been playing. Uh, I've actually, not surprisingly, been playing Suicoden um, and actually beat the game. I have... Uh, Sui... the hell out of that game. Actually, I did. I was just about to say I have a perfect game right, uh, on there, uh, which basically is 108 stars of Destiny, um, all the books, all the window settings, all the sound settings... Um, I think that's all the, that was the only secrets in the first game were, uh, getting all the characters and all the, the eight sound settings or six or whatever it was, um, and books. And so, yeah, that's basically, uh, game is as good as I remember it. Um, there were parts, but the thing is, I played Suicoden two or three times, um, since it's, it's, it was originally out. Uh-huh. So it wasn't, like, I remember the story down to, like, oh, this is about to happen, that's about to happen, I'm about to get this character, I remember how to get that character. So there was real no um, surprise in in the game. Uh, I, I wanted to play it because I plan on playing through all, uh, what is it, five of the games plus the three spinoffs. Are you doing, like, your own little challenge of Sudoku? Sudoku, huh? <laughs> what would you say? Sudoken? What would you say? Suikoden. Well, that too. Some <laughs> Japanese name. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'll write about it or just talk about it on here. Um, next week, next episode on 128, I'll have my review slash a look back. Um, I guess it'll be a retro review. I don't know. Of the original Suicoden. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about it here. Wait, but are you talking about... A do you remember? I was thinking about making it a cross between a retro review and a do you remember because we haven't done a retro review in probably a year. Well, retro review and a do you remember is pretty much the same thing. Yeah, maybe that's why because we started doing do you remembers. Maybe we should do have them fused together and do do you remember this retro review? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that'll be next week. Um, I could have gotten it ready for this week, but decided I wanted to write it out and everything. I'll probably put it on on our blog too, just to have it on there. 
Um, the only other game that I've been playing this week is Suikoden 2, which I started yesterday. And I've, I'm about, I think, three hours or three and a half hours in already. Um, may, I think I spent hour yesterday and two hours today. Um, this game, even though it was my favorite of the series, it was... Um, I've only played it, I think, the original time. I don't think I've ever played it a second time. Because every time I go to play these games, I always say to myself, I'm going to play the first one first. And, you know, go do it in order. And I never get past the first game. Heck, the third one I never even beat. Uh, even back when I originally played it on PS2. So, it's because you're lazy. Yeah, probably. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> Suicoden 3 is... is uh, so Okay, so to put it in perspective, though, my hours on Suicoden 1... Um, we're somewhere around 18 hours, I believe. I can actually, uh, look it up while, while I'm talking. Um, but basically, uh, you know, I, I got a perfect game in under 20 hours, I believe. Either under 20 or right around 20. And so that gives you an idea that it's not a long game. Um, let, let's see. Oops. I'm, my save is right at the end of the game. And I have... Oh, I have to go in that other room. Hell, I gotta go in that other room. <sighs> anyway, um... Hella? Yes. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll look it up in a second. Uh, anyway, so anyway, so the first game was under 20 hours. I did use a guide, so between 20 and 30 hours for pretty much, um... Standard for that game, from what I understand. And number two adds a little, but not a whole lot. I think it. I think I read it's between twenty and thirty, or twenty-five and thirty-five hours. Um, so they're short games for for role-playing games. Yeah, my uh, my final save was at nineteen hours and forty-eight minutes, and I know that it's about twenty minutes to a half hour longer than that. So twenty hours for Suicoden One, and that's with mm -hmm. everything. Like I said. Um, so anyway, so. Suicoden 2, I'll probably be done with, because I think I've, I started Suicoden 1 three weeks ago, but or two podcasts ago, but I didn't really play it until this week much. Um, I'm hoping to get Suicoden 2 done within the month. Uh-huh. And the thing about Suicoden 2 is they improved on... It, you know how some, some sequels, it's like, well, the first original game is better? Yeah. But in most, most games... Suicoden 2 is known as the best of the that kind of the game. The best around. Uh, yeah, basically, and they're they're known as that kind of games, or they, I'm sorry, it's known as the best of the games. Um, I think it got a 96 rating out of 100, um, and it pr improves upon everything that was kind of janky in the first game. Like the the fighting system was a bit slow. The rune system was a was underused. Um, the major battles were kind of like, uh, well, they were based on rock, paper, scissors. I mean, that's basically what it was, is a rock, paper, scissors game. Uh-huh. And so, the second game uses more skill and stuff like that. You can equip more runes, which is the magic system, on your characters. They have more abilities, you know, and there's more, uh, unite attacks, which is like multiple characters taking an action together. Uh, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I've only played this one once. So, as I'm going through it, like I said, I'm only three and a half hours in, and I'm already, like, there's certain times where I'm just, oh, I forgot that happened until it comes up. And then it's, like, a pleasant surprise. So, I'm really looking forward to playing more of this. Uh-huh. I'll stop rambling on about it. 
<laughs> uh, oh, but the whole reason I said about the time is uh, Sukun 3 is, I think it said uh, it's it's a 60-hour game. So, you know, it goes from 15 to 20 hours on Sukun 1, tw- uh, 25 to 30 on Sukun 2, and then, like, 40 to 60 for Sukun 3. Um, and I'm not sure about 4 and 5. I think 5 is also a 45-plus-hour game. Um, so, you know, that kind of puts into perspective. The first two games are pretty short in comparison. But, you know, a lot of games back then, especially from from a company that never made RPGs before, they did have these short shorter games, you know? Um, yeah. It just sucks that Konami kind of gave up on the series. They haven't had a had a uh, actual Suikoden in the main series since, like, mid, mid-life of PlayStation 2. Hmm. So and even then, like it, it was a good game, but they Probably started wasn't enough. They started know. doing prequels. That's the thing. They Ow. they did one and two, and three were like in order. They took place within the same twenty five years, and then four was like took place one hundred and fifty years prior, and then five took place like in between. So uh, I think that that's kind of what pe- got people down is why why did they go prequel? You know what I mean? Yeah. At that point, when ever, ever, when everyone loved one, two, and three, so it was like they they should have just continued. Um, but there's a huge, huge uh, amount of people who want a new Suicoden, or even to bring over the Japanese ones that have never been released in America. Um, so we'll see about that. Which me and Frank were talking a little about, I think, last week, the Suicoden Day and stuff like that. But anyway, so that's all I've been playing. I had a few more games on my list to play, but I did not get around to them. Um, one that I did want to mention that, uh, I won't, we'll talk about more next week. It's called, um, oh yeah, I forgot. I, uh, it's, it's called, called, oh yeah, I forgot. Sorry, I, I'm trying to find it. It's, it's a mobile game for iOS and, uh, Android. It's called, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? This is horrible recording. Um, yeah, so it's by Square Enix. And it's, I cannot find it, so never mind. Anyway, I'll talk more about it next week. It's a, a Square Enix game, and it's, it's a card game where you can battle friends and computer and stuff. So I'll have more information about that next week. So I'm You better it. have all the information ready for our listeners, because I find this unacceptable. I'm just playing. <laughs> all right, well, that's all for me, so I'll pass it over to Patrick. All right, so um, as in typical fashion... Gears of War Judgment. Um, actually, you know, it was like ju- Judgment was like almost an every night thing uh-huh. for a long time. It's gotten more to the point of maybe someone gets a hold of me to play, and I'm still, pl- you know, I'm not just throwing it on the list to say, "Hey, I got Gears on here." Yeah. Um, but you know, during the week, hey man, we haven't played with you in a while, or hey, you know. I just got ge- gears. Let's jump on. I'm like, all right, let's jump on. You know, but it's not like an every night thing for me anymore. Um, in all actuality, gaming kind of slowed down for me the last couple of weeks, especially since I took this new position at work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I come home and usually the there's a ball game on, and I'm just sitting there watching the A's play, or even the Giants if they're on. You know, um, you know, I'm a straight A's fan, but. Um, you know, I still watch other teams, and if they, the Giants are on, I'll, I'll check them out. But, like, I come home, and if there's a ball game on, I'm usually sitting there and locked in, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because um, normally what I do is I just hook up my other TV in my room, 
and then and watch the game as I play. But lately, it's just been like more of a I just want to chill, relax mode. Um, other than so, I, yeah, so I played some uh, over the weekend. I played uh, a couple hours with one of my friends who just picked up the game about mm, three weeks ago. Uh, uh, last weekend was playing or. Friday was over at Frank's house, and we were playing Madden, played about two or three games, and lost every single one of them. Oh, wow. Uh, the funny thing is, is the last game I was playing, uh, I was playing against Frank, and I was down by like ten points. And we were taking turns picking songs to play. It was uh, me and Frank and Scott and Ray. And it was uh, they started talking crap about my Raiders. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, well it's my turn to pick a song, so I want to hear Autumn Wind." And as soon as they played Autumn Wind, I sc- I scored a touchdown, <laughs> like hella easily. It started, and I was making the stops on defense hella quick. And uh, Frank's just like, "When's this song going to be over?" All of a sudden, he's <laughs> playing hella good. Uh, but I ended up losing that game by like a touch, like. A touchdown or two, um, but it was so fun, you know. I, I, I so so suck at this new Madden game. Oh yeah, it's not even funny. But yeah, uh, played about you know for half an hour, forty minutes of State of Decay. Did like two missions, and then I, if I remember right, I was kind of playing it as a time killer uh, before I had to go somewhere over the weekend. So. I got to focus more on that game. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space 3. I've been playing that uh, mostly on the weekends because uh, I've been playing the co-op mode. I I already beat the single-player mode. Mm -hmm. I'm playing the co-op mode with my brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, what's it called? Uh, He's working working nights now, so it's hard for him to play at night and, and shit so we've been playing all the weekends but um like i said it's still making me laugh with some of the the um cutscenes, how they didn't accommodate for the co-op mm-hmm. because <laughs> what's it called like i said there's a couple times where um where like he, there was like this one scene where we had to shoot these barrels because they were blocking this thing but there was Lectomorphs coming at the same time. Well, when it hit the cutscene, all of a sudden he just disappeared. Like he was, there's two guns there, so they had it set up to where if you had co-op, the two people could do something. Uh huh. Um, I was on the right gun, he was on the left. Well, when the cutscene happened, magically, it's like we, we were getting sucked into space. Well, magically, all of a sudden I was on that left gun. <laughs> he completely disappeared. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's like, come on, you know. Uh, yeah, and like I said last week, especially for a game that you know focuses on co-op, it yeah, it's just it's almost unacceptable. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it's not. Um, but I just think that you know, as big as that game is, it's the third game in the series, and they want to introduce this co-op, and they wanted to push for it. I mean, like the only DLC that came out for that game also has co-op in it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like is, is you would think that they would have either had a different cutscene, or I mean, it's almost to the point where they should have just had. A, if you don't have someone there, an AI should have been running around with you. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, that that's yeah. 
But um, other than that, The Last of Us, which I'm, I, I absolutely love. Oh yeah, man! I really want to play this game, but uh, there's so much to, so much other games, and I'm playing so you could. <laughs> well, let me just say. Oh, sorry. I was adjusting my uh, way I was sitting. I was adjusting my leg. Um, let me just say that there's like two ways you can do things in this game. You fight or you, you just hide. Uh-huh. Like stealthy. Now, I'm going to tell you this. If if something like this ever happened, don't ever send me on stealthy, the stealthy missions. <laughs> it's not that I make noise. It's just some... There, well, there's certain areas that... There's certain areas like where I don't see how you don't how you, you you're not gonna kill them. Yeah, because like like this one I get to unless it automatically if you get there without being seen, it goes to the cutscene and you ain't got to worry about it. But there's like one where the guy had to knock off a lock, and it would have made hella noise. Uh huh. Well, there was ones there was click they call them clickers the one that are really infected. Uh huh. Right there, so like there's no way in hell unless the cutscene just automatically makes it seem like they're not there. There's no way in hell that, um, uh, yeah, that, you know, know that that we you'd be able to sneak around that. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty much fight them. I, I I try to do my best to sneak. I I've done it where I've snuck around a few of them. Like maybe I've killed a couple in that area, but then I killed the, I I killed the majority of them. Uh-huh. Uh There's some areas where it just seems like to me that you would have to kill them. Well, it 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 sounds like uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution, where they say that. The game is completely beatable, um, never alerting a guard, never killing anybody, never knocking anybody out. Well, no, not knocking, not never knocking anybody out, but only knocking them out when they don't know you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, there's there's parts where I I played probably a, a half hour trying to redo the same part to sneak around them, and it's just, it's, like, almost impossible. You pretty much have to have the... Either be extremely skilled at it, and I mean, I can be bad enough to admit that I'm, I, I, I'm obviously not. Yeah, um, and I'm not the most skilled at it, but I, I feel like I'm pretty skilled. So uh, that's or, another reason I'm looking forward to that game, though. Yeah, or just have the straight strategy guide or a walkthrough to tell you exactly where to go at the exact true, yeah. time. Um, there's like, you know, I can make Molotovs. So like, what I'll do is, I, I try. You can throw like bottles or bricks to distract them. I'll throw a bottle or brick to try to get as many as I can in one spot. Bam! Throw that Molotov, <laughs> kill kill a bunch of them. Yeah, you know, one thing that kind of pisses me off is, though, so like an, if an affected, which is someone who hasn't turned yet, or they're turned, but I mean they, they like um, the difference between an affected and a clicker is, clickers can't hear or see, and they have like this fungus thing on their head. Uh huh. Yeah, I think I've seen pictures of them. Yeah. Um. The, the, but like for some reason the infected they'll come at you and you can like hold them off you have to tap uh, square enough times and you can push them off you clickers if they get close enough and they touch you that's it they're dead one shot kill wow and there's times where like you're swinging your 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 bat your bat or something at them and oh magically oh I stop swinging or they come how they somehow like there's been times I've shot and like the the circle was filled like you know they have the little gun the little circle for the gun. Mm-hmm. And it was completely filled with the skin of the clicker, and I'll shoot. But for some reason, it must have been at some kind of angle where the bullet missed them. <laughs> oh yeah. And the next, you know, I'm getting bit. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? Yeah. Well, you know, some of it's like, wow. Um, 
But uh, I'm like, I think on cha- chapter, either I just started chapter six or I'm in the midst of chapter six. Mm. Um, a lot of, a couple of story plot twists uh, that I wasn't expecting. Um, oh, for real? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it without giving away the story because yeah, there's stuff that you you assume from seeing the, the, the um, trailers. Mm-hmm. And some of it's like not anything like that. Uh, oh. So, but it's, I'm I'm really really loving this game, um, and I'm liking how you know every, the more stuff you get, um, you can see it hanging off your backpack pretty much. Like it's like okay, so you have a backpack and you keep all your stuff in there, and then you have your gun that you put in, in your um, like the back of your pants. Mm-hmm. And I just upgraded to where I have a gun holster. So now instead of like before, I had a, a pistol and a revolver. Mm-hmm. Now, say if I run out of bullets with the pistol. And I'm and I'm getting chased by stuff. I have to dig into my backpack. Like I have to I have to hit the button to, to highlight it and hold X while he digs around in the backpack to pull the gun out. Mm-hmm. Which you know you don't obviously don't have that much time when there's shit coming down on you. Yeah. Um. But now I have a gun holster, so I can just tap the the right uh, thumbstick or the D pad, and he'll just pull out the he'll just switch weapons real easily. Um, I've customized my backpack to hold two large weapons too, because I have a, I have a rifle, a shotgun, and a bow and arrow. That's considered for your 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 big weapons, long, mm. long range weapons, I guess you say. And it's cool because like I'm walking around, you see the the shotgun and the bow and arrow. Cause I'll use the bow and arrow a lot because it's silent. Unless you miss, if it hits something, then they're like, "Hey, what the hell was that?" And they all go crazy, but. You can kill kill them silently with the bow and arrow, but it's cool because you have your backpack, you have the shotgun, your bo- your bow, and then there's some arrows packed on this side. You know, the more stuff you get, the the more better it looks. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I like that aspect in games when they when I mean, it's not a deal breaker, but it's like it's nice to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, there's something. It's kind of funny because so like say you have a character with you, other than you know other than Ellie, the little girl. Mm-hmm. Or Ellie, I think it's Ellie. Um, I think there's it's like Ellie. this, yeah. There's this uh, guy Bill, for example, and like I'm, we we had a head of the school. I'm not going to give anything away, but we we had a head of the school, and I'm hiding because there's a bunch of them, and I'm trying to see the pattern they're going and how I can start to take them out, or if I can somehow get around them. Uh huh. Um, and I'm hiding, <laughs> and this fool Bill decides he's going to hide in the, where I'm hiding but on the opposite side of the wall where the clicker is or the, the infected is. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, if this fool sets these things off, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> but apparently, they have it to where it only only you set, pretty much sets them oh, off. Oh, yeah, I was reading about that. How like, But they did that because there's, I guess, multiple instances where the NPCs will run out and like pretty much touch the zombies um, because, you know, that's just, it's like a bug. Yeah, and then so that it's smart of them to do that. But yeah, I've I've heard people making fun of him for that. It's like uh, Ellie runs out and pl- like so loud, and then you step on a leaf, and they all come after you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it's going down too. I mean, Ellie hasn't really been too bad, but like I said, when I was with Bill, well, I mean, Ellie was a couple times, but when Bill was with 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 us, like he, <laughs> at one point he runs over to try to hide by something in the in the damn. Infected was right there walking, and, and he they hit each other, and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> here we go!" Yeah, and nothing happened. I was like, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not going to be saying that I'm upset that nothing happened. <laughs> Seriously. But, yeah, like you said, it's a bug thing, and it's kind of funny to see. Yeah. Because you're expecting something, you know. Or there'll be a couple of times you're, you'll be sitting there all silent. You know, you're, you're walking a little slow. You're getting behind something. And here comes Ellie. Boom! Like, what are you doing? That's funny, yeah. But other than that, um, nothing. I really got to finish that third Gears of War book. Um, (laughs) Sometime this decade it will be done. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe. Exactly right. (laughs) So I'm going to go on to what's coming out for, uh, well, we have a lot of dates here. 8, 4, 8, 10, and 8, 11 to 8, 17. Two reasons that I I included uh, both weeks this time. For one, I realized we got behind a week somewhere. Um, so probably that week we missed. Yeah, because we're supposed to be ahead a week, not the same week. So, um, also, as I was talking to Patrick, there may not be a podcast next week. Um, it's my birthday on Sunday. And so I'm not... I, unless I have time on Saturday, unless we have all have time Saturday, um, I, either I won't be in it or it's not going to get done next week. Patrick and Frank may do it. Um, I don't know. It's I mean, like- well, yeah, but we'll see. So either way, this is us catching up on our release dates. Hello, release dates. Mm-hmm. So August fourth, you have Pigman three for the Wii U. Yeah, this I, I forgot this was coming out so quick. And you know what? I saw a commercial for it, and I was like, that game looks pretty sick. Oh really? Yeah, I haven't seen. <laughs> Watching well, of... some stuff at like what was it at um... E three? Was it E three? No, uh, it was the one. No, it was last it was year with Spike. Oh yeah, okay the. Yeah, video game awards. Yeah, where they were doing, you know, they do previews. I think, I think that's where it was. I think that's where it got announced, right? Yeah, I think so. And I was like, man, but I was watching it because I've never played any of the Pikmin games. I was like, I'm like, man, that game looks pretty cool. Yeah, I think I played the first Pikmin. I'm not not 100 percent sure. It was either first or second, but I'm pretty sure it was the first. I had a lot of fun. So uh, now coming up for August 6th, you have Dragon's Crown for the PS3 and the Vita. Tales of Exali. Uh, Zillia. Okay, that works too. PS3, I gave it my best shot. Yep. Uh, the Sims 3, oh, who cares? Dragon Valley for the uh, PC, the Mac. <laughs> you can't be like that. I mean, just because you don't like it. I can be like that. I'm not telling you not to go buy it. I just said whatever. <laughs> August 11th, Mario yeah. and Luigi Dreamland for the 3DS. Dream which, Team. Which, Dream Team, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dreamland, it's not Kirby. Yeah, I know. I was just about to fix it when I was. I saw that commercial. That game looks pretty cool too. The Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's following the Mario and Luigi uh, franchise. Is it's one of my favorites on the mobile platform. August thirteenth, Payday Two for the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, the PS Three, Ruin Factory Four. Ruin. That's why I said Ruin. No, Ruin. 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 No, it's Ruin. Ruin. Anyway, go ahead. Ruin. <laughs> 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 Ruin. <laughs> I was thinking of Stewie. I know. Ruin. Ruin. <laughs> Factory 4 for <laughs> 3DS. DuckTales Remastered. Hell yeah! For the PC, P- PS3, and Wii U. Is it coming out for 362? Next month. Next month. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure why, but. Um, Usually it's 360 first and then PS3. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it doesn't make any sense that it comes out on. Um, Wii U and PS3, so I don't think it's an exclusivity thing. I th- maybe they ran into more bugs for the 360 version or something. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Angry Birds Trilogy for the Wii, Wii U, 
which includes Angry Birds, Seasons, and Rio. Yeah, I, I usually probably wouldn't have included that one, but I know a lot of people either love Angry Birds or those that haven't played it. This might be a good uh, chance for them to play it. So I don't know how you haven't played Angry Birds by now. Yeah. Or know what it's about, at least. Yeah, that's true. So that's it. So I guess it's time for our break. Yes, it is. And we will be right back. We'll be right back. We're back from our break, and we have Frank joining us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, that happened. <laughs> it did happen. Uh, so what have you been playing, Frank? We'll go through that real quick. Uh, just been playing uh, Sukuden 2 as well, uh, just kind of like you have been. Um, I'm kind of... Just I guess the one thing I have to say about it is uh, uh, I forgot how kind of scrambled it is in the beginning. Um, the, it's kind of hectic. Uh, you're, you're almost going all over the map and everything. Yeah, but uh, I'm yeah I'm I'm you know remembering a lot of uh, what I played before I'm I'm I st- I I'm kind of bummed because I did, I should have played one before I did two but mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably play one again later I'm I'm okay with all the saves not continuing um, it only continues through three anyway yeah that's what I was actually just think I was gonna ask because um I was like I don't think it'll matter past that and I've done. Um, all the saves, uh, you know, linking from one to three before. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was only a couple minor things. I think I actually lost. I think I want to say I lost Flick in one of them, and then he was he didn't make it to two or something. I don't recall, but uh, I don't know. Um, but, uh, I know that uh, the main things that transfer over from one to two are uh, levels. And, yeah. Like your weapon level, and uh, they don't transfer; they add benefits. And I think yeah. I don't think you can get you you can't get the hero from the first game in number two if you don't transfer, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, and I don't know what two to three does. I don't think I ever did that stuff. Probably. You're yeah, kind of but... making me sound like a liar here, Frank. You, you said all you played was uh, Sukudu or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And we, we were. I was telling everybody how we were playing Madden at your place on Friday night. Oh well, I play Madden almost. <laughs> every week. I don't know if I if I don't ever mention it, it, it happened either way. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah. We, we played that. Um, I'm getting better at that. I don't know what happened. Um, uh, after moving and stuff, like you know, I had everything packed up for a while, so I didn't play it for you know maybe like three weeks or something. And when I when I got back when I when I when I moved and uh, started playing my friends where I am now, um, yeah, I mean everyone. I, everyone was either giving me a good game or beating me, but last night, man, I, I well, the last couple days, uh, I've been beating everyone by like thirty or forty points. It's <laughs> getting kind of getting kind of crazy. Hey, all I gotta say is I was telling everybody how as soon as Autumn Wind came on, it was it was a tough <laughs> game for me. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I'm, I'm not like uh, you know on every game, you know, but um, but uh, you know, a couple I've had have, have been really like huge, kind of whatever differences. But <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's uh, everyone I play is starting to get uh, you know practice and whatnot. So hopefully it'll get uh, it'll well, probably don't worry, part. don't worry, Frank. You can play me and and you'll just whoop me like. <laughs> 150 to zero. So, um, one thing I wanted to say that you, now that you're on, um, we had talked about uh, Sukoden about uh, Gremio. Gremio, uh, you can save him in the first game. You just have to have all uh, 107 uh, stars of destiny before the final big fight. Oh, okay. And then um, the you know the that one woman. She's in she's in Sukoden too. Also, yeah. Um. The one that gives you basically when Damn, you I just I got I just passed her yesterday last night. Okay, so yeah, you know who I'm talking about then. Anyway, yeah, she brings him back to life. She says she can only do it one time. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense that she would waste it on him, but Yeah. <laughs> I've been alive for like, you know, five hundred years, but I'm gonna use my one time to bring it back on a servant. Yeah, but... yeah, to save the, the 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 hero's like friend. Like I mean he was a servant but he was his friend, but yeah. He... He wasn't like significant well, to like the war. Yep. Maybe he made one hell of a pancake or something. You know? Actually, he did. He did make some good stew. Oh no, that was the other cook. He made some good food though. It, it there was like three or four lines in the story where it would say, "Oh, I can't wait to eat his cooking." <laughs> See, well, heck, if he, uh, he, if, he, if, he, if he you said he would live, how old was he? Oh, not him. No, the person who brought him back was like five hundred years old. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, if you're that that old, you're like you you know you want some good ass cooking. You know what I'm saying? That, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, but yeah, well, I, I, I I was I was saying earlier, Frank. I got a perfect game, basically. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I I don't I never did that, but um, I think it'd be easier now because there's a lot more information on on stuff. Um, oh yeah. Like one thing that was nice is uh one of the one of the dungeons I got lost in, mm-hmm. and it was stupid because at that you know once you level up so far, like where you're not even getting gains off the battles, it's just you're just trying to get out of the dungeon or get to the next point that's you know your only goal um uh what is it i I, well anyway i got lost and uh you know now there's like a whole bunch of like youtube playthroughs throughs and everything so like uh, back in the day i mean people would try to explain it to you on on game facts and you could kind of read it um and whatnot but you know it's all just text and stuff from the web you know the internet back then (laughs) And um, or if you you know bought a strategy guide or something, mm-hmm. but um, uh, you know now it's like there's like videos for every little part of the game that might get you confused. There's all these you know game facts is still there, but you know there's yeah, every um, part of the game's figured out already. I'm using the resources on um, Suico Source. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I went on there too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I was gonna ask you one more thing. Oh, about how long have you been playing Suicoden Two? Like hour wise gameplay. Probably. Seven or so. So you're about four hours ahead of me right now. Yeah, I'm pretty far, pretty far in. Um, like I could be off. I want to say around seven. It could be more though. I just got the uh, the runes on Joey and uh, Hero. Okay. Yeah. So. so yeah, that's probably about fair. Like probably four hours after that. Four or five hours. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So. Um kind of weird but we're going to move into uh news right after that <laughs> can i go first uh let's see can you yes you can sir 
So uh, PlayStation All Stars loses support from Sony. Uh, Sony's pretty much is ending the support for uh, the PlayStation All Star Battle Royale, uh, saying um, that there's going to be no more new DLC and um, no more environments or ba- you know the backgrounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. No more additional playable characters or anything. So now, this is a continuation of the story that um, came to us a couple months ago, where Sony said that they were going to drop support uh, to a uh, third-party company. Now, this is, they're going to drop support for the game altogether? Pretty much. Starting on August 27th, players will be available to get their hands on the formerly USA-only pre-order skins for Dante, Raiden, Hapachi... And Big Daddy, a balance patch that will uh, tweak players' strength, weaknesses, and functionalities. And, uh, wait, and functionalities is pl- in plan for later this year, and will coincide with free costumes for Zeus as well as Death Space Isaac Clark. I see. So yeah, so they're not gonna pretty much. Uh, let's see. Uh, they're pretty much, you know, they're saying, well, whatever the game has, that's what you're going to get. I don't, I don't think, I don't think the po- the game did as popular. It wasn't as popular as they thought it was going to be. Yeah, so I don't think it was either. Like cutting losses on it. Yeah, um, I think it's just because everyone. I don't know. I don't know why it wasn't popular. I think I haven't. I haven't actually played it in a while. But I mean, I think part of it was was it's just kind of clunky, like the fighting mechanics. Yeah. I guess it's a good word to use. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, I actually did not know this, but the uh, a new EverQuest game was announced a while back called EverQuest Next. Um, well, they're adding a, and it's it's a free to play game, and the, but but they're going to be adding a actually, I believe yeah I think it's a free to play game. They're adding a world building uh, mode to it, and it's called Landmark. And from what I understand, the it's an actual separate game. Um, I I don't know how it exactly works. I'm assuming you you bring your character into the landmark world, but your character can't like get levels or anything like that in there. Um, but it's like a level building game, kind of like Minecraft, only with EverQuest. Well, that sounds kind of almost like it's just adding like a Second Life or basically, yeah. What is it? Uh, just almost like those like virtual chat rooms, almost. If basically, it's not like. Not combat. Well, not maybe not combat. Oh, I don't know about combat, but you know, you're, you're, you can't level and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm guessing you can import your character, but I'm guessing there's no benefit to your your character on the game. Although I don't, I, there isn't any information about it exactly how it's going to work. But the cool yeah. part is that um, creations uh, happen in an online persistent world. Meaning, you know, um, you're changing your area while someone right next to you might be changing their area. And you guys can even work together or, you know, yeah. oppose each other. And um, it's the same world-building tools the devs used for uh, EverQuest Next. Uh, the other cool thing is that p- player-created content can be submitted and considered for official EverQuest Next content. So uh, if you do really good and have some sort of an add-on, you know, that, that's really cool, then there's a chance that it could be incorporated into the actual game. Hmm. So that's pretty cool. Huh. Um, oh, I guess I put two of my stories together. Uh, Pokemon yes, you did. X and Y not only brings the game to the new generation with 
uh, better graphics and, and stuff on the 3DS, but also in introduces horde battles and sky battles. Horde battles are triggered in the wild, just like any other, just like the normal fights, and have you fighting five enemies at once, um, which is the first for Pokemon. I don't think there's ever been multiple enemy fights prior to this at all. Um, sky battles have you basically fighting in the sky. Um, this is a trainer versus trainer fights, and it's between two airborne Pokemon. Uh, the only thing special about these are there'll be new multiple camera angles that are that are more and, and more cinematic fighting. Um, and I'll have a link to, or I'll have either the video or a link to the video on our show notes. Awesome. Thank you. Um, EA raises, hey, EA raises money for AIDS research. Um, so EA has raised $18,000 for AIDS research, and uh, it's for the, uh, their, um, they announced it on their blog. Uh, more than 80 uh, staffers took part in the event, which uh, was a 6.2-mile uh, fundraising walk through San Francisco Golden Gate Park. So if uh, you're in our area, if California, in the Bay Area, and you went to that, there were a bunch of people from EA there that raised $18,000. How much did you raise? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought that was funny, uh -huh. but uh, you know, you—I I mean, you hate. Uh, hey, anything that anybody raises for a research, you know, is good. Mm -hmm. But you sometimes you wonder, like, yeah, you're like, couldn't you have gone a little higher than eighteen thousand dollars? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think that too. Um, but then again, they're giving away free money, so I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. No, I mean, yeah, either way, I'm just saying, like, you, sometimes you wonder, like, these big companies that you would think that, it's not like EA is a mom-and-pop video game company, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You think that, like, maybe they would have at least gotten to closer to, like, the 30,000 range But or I'm something. sure this isn't the only thing that they've donated this year. Yeah, no. Or the only thing well, this was a raise, this, this was to raise right, money. That's what I mean. So, that's like, you would think that, okay, the 80 staffers, they probably raised that, a lot of it themselves. You know, going door to door or whatever they have to do to do it, and then EA probably just threw a certain amount in there. I don't know. Either way, it's a good thing, and um, so I, I can or thanks to EA for you know contributing, even though it could also be a tax write off, bastards. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is interesting news. The complete Elder Scrolls collection comes to PC in September. Um, it's going to be called the Elder Scrolls Anthology, and it'll come with. Uh, Arena, Daggerfall, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim, um, including all the add-ons for Morrowind, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. Um, oh, I forgot to write down the price. Uh, it's I'll pr you. It also includes uh, a set of five physical maps detailing the lands of T Tamaril, Iliac Bay, Morrowind, Cyrodiil, and Skyrim. Uh, it's going to go for... Uh, $90, or no, I'm sorry, uh, $80, and will be packaged in a nice um, box set with, like, art art book and everything. It looks really nice. If, if you're a Sky, if you're an Elder Scrolls fan or haven't played the old ones, this is it's a really good deal. Um, Skyrim plus DLC alone right now will run you uh, close to 80 bucks alone, so. Damn! I mean, it, it's a collector's item, so it, and it looks pretty cool. I don't know. I may pick it up if I can. You should. Yes. Yeah. So, Bioshock Infinite finally has some DLC. 
as you know, I was just complaining about this. Like, why did I buy a season pass if I there has been no DLC? Granted, the game just came out in March, but you think by now it's been April, May, June, yeah, July. It's, it We're now like, in August. You know, seems, five months seems kind of long not to have had or at least said something about some. That's DLC. what I was gonna say. I'm surprised they haven't said anything. Usually you hear about DLC between four and five months, and it comes out between four and six months, but... Well, um, the first one, that I've down- which I've downloaded, I haven't played yet, but I've downloaded it, Clash in the Clouds. Now, that's the first one that came out. It's available now um, for five bucks, or whatever that equivalent is, two points. Um, it's basically the Combat Force... Uh, Combat-focused Clash in the Clouds features four brand-new maps with increasingly difficult difficult enemies as well as optional exceeded campaigns. The expansion features 60 challenges in all, as well as new characters and leaderboard support. Players can also unlock concept art Viox phones, uh-huh. uh, Connectoscopes and more by completing challenges. So that's the first one that came out. Um, so, like I said, finally we have something. Uh, but also coming out, they announced some more, and pretty much it. Bioshock returns to Rapture. Oh, really? And, yeah. The they revealed this. Thing. I haven't. I haven't gotten too much into this one. I found. I found out about this one a little bit uh, late. Uh, so I, I still have to watch the video about it, but pretty much it reveals of the second and third DLC packs for Bioshock Infinite will be brutal, brutal at sea. It'll be episode one and there'll be an episode two. Um, pretty much from what I understand, it's supposed to be it's it was a, a pretty much it's, it says here. See, it was a sinister yet captivating world and how Booker and Elizabeth are crucial to its tale isn't clear, but Bioshock's creator Ken Levin sees a return trip to, uh, pretty much you're going back to Bioshock before, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's all starting to ramble on. It's it's pretty much you go back to Rapture, and from what I understand, and it's before Rapture went to shit. Yeah, that's what I was guessing. Yeah, it was before Rapture, um... Raptured? Raptured, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, before before everything went nuts uh, in rats in Rapture, so uh, that I really cannot wait for, and I hope that this isn't the only DLC that comes out for it. Well, how much did you pay for your uh, season pass? I think it was like twenty bucks, twenty or twenty five bucks. Oh, that's not bad. So if, at least you get your money's worth if you get these three. Uh, you know, I want to mention some of y'all uh, um, season passes real quick. Uh, it's just something that I remember when you said that. Uh, I forgot which game it was, but during the Steam, st- Steam Summer Sale, um, uh, they had a uh, uh, season pass for, I don't remember which game it was, on sale, right? The season pass was only like seven ninety nine, and the DLC wasn't on sale. Uh-huh. So like the DLC was like, uh, you know, $10, but you could buy the season pass for seven ninety nine. One DLC was on sale for $10, or you know what I mean. <laughs> Wow. So I thought that was kind of funny. But anyway, um, all right. Uh, so this is pretty interesting for those of you who have the money to spend on it. Uh, the Moroke Dragon Priest uh, from um, Skyrim, they are uh, Bethesda has made a statue that's now available for pre-order on their website. And the website is store 
www.bethsoft.com. I'll have a, a link in our show notes. Um, there's only 250 of these made worldwide. So it is a collector's edition. It's a really good collector's edition. Um, the price, though, is going to be 370 bucks. Yeah. It's a pretty awesome piece, and I may, I, I'm going to pass the information on to my brother. This, might, this would be something he'd, he'd uh, be interested in. But 370 bucks is a pretty steep price. Um, I mean, if I had the money, I'd pick it up. It's pretty cool. I'll have a link to the uh, not only the website you can pre-order that, but also pictures of it on our show notes. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. I know I am. No, I oh. think whatever, dude. I would never call you sweet, brother. Oh, but I, oh, I, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, stupid ass. Uh, I lost more where I was. Okay, um, so next gen systems will be getting a Tomb Raider sequel. So the game, the Square Enix's Tomb Raider, did such uh good did did so good that they decided they will be doing a sequel and it will be on the next gen systems. That's cool because I didn't pick up the first game just in case it it wasn't that good. Um, I heard mixed reviews when it first came out, but I think it's kind of leveled off and people end up pretty much liking it so I'll probably pick that up soon on Steam should have picked it up during the summer sale oh well Ooh, hello show uh, yes Patrick uh, brought this story to my attention right before the podcast Ooh, yeah Kickstarter Whoa. backers to receive some free store credit um, this is comes on the wake of uh, the all the bad publicity Ouya has gotten um, for Kickstarter stuff. Uh, first, they were delayed from, I think the original date was February until, until what, two months ago? And then, yeah, July, June or July. And then a lot of people didn't even get their console before release date, and then there were problems, and it's not as good as it should be, and all this stuff. Well, basically, Kickstarter backers will receive a credit of $13.37 for use on their store. Um, to put that into per- perspective, and... and you might say, well, that's thirteen thirty-seven is not much, but um, let's say there's, I think there were sixty thousand backers, so that's o- over eight hundred thousand um, dollars that they're basically giving back to the people who followed them or uh, supported them. Huh. So that's a lot of money. I mean, yeah, for for a first-time company, eight hundred thousand is a lot of money. Um, unfortunately, sales are kind of low. I guess only 27% of people who have bought the Ouya actually purchased an, a game so far. <laughs> well, didn't they give you a bunch of free shit? Well, you can play any game for free up to a certain point. Oh, that's right. That's what it is. And there are a ton of free games on there, so... Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, which is a cool feature and everything, but, like, you know, you can't throw a shitload of them out there because it's like... Okay, well, I played this one to a certain point. Now I'm gonna move on to this one, and you know. Yeah, and that's what I think people are exactly what people are doing. But you know, it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen if you're trying those games, then you're gonna end up buying one, even if it's a five dollar game. So I think it's just it's a matter of time because it's a different. You know, you because there is that free to play model. It's just gonna take longer for the person, uh, uh, average person, to purchase the game. You know what I mean? They're gonna play the demo, get to the end of it, and go, and then put it down, and then maybe a, a week later they're gonna see it on the console again and go, you know, that game was a lot of fun. Maybe I will purchase it. That's how. That's that's what I did anyway. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um. Well, this story, uh, I I thought about um, Kickstarters and shit uh, stuff. I mean, 
<laughs> um, we don't cuss on here. I don't ever cuss on. I, you. When's the last time you really heard me cuss when we hung out? Um, Successful time. Kickstarter will now bring <laughs> us American McGee's Alice, a short film. Um, so pretty much, uh, there was a Kickstarter for the. Okay, so the, there's a, the video game Al, uh, American McGee's Alice, which is like the um, Dark Alex in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a Kickstarter to uh, seeking funding for a short film based um, on 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 the series, and it's called Alice Out uh, Other Lands. I can't talk all of a sudden. I know. Um, they were trying to get uh, $200,000. That was the goal. And it was surpassed in the, the final 24 hours. So it received uh, $22,000 over what they were looking for. So they got a total of $222,000. Um, so they, they will be making this series, uh, which is freaking awesome. Oh, it's 3D animation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the digital shorts are going to be expected to be released in December of 2014. Now, are they they're going to just be released online for free or what? Do you know? It doesn't really say in the, the story that I found. I see that. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be uh, online if it's a I, short film. Well, I, I see a lot of uh, people, the backers get DVDs, but that just could be, you know. But actually, it looks like it's it's going to be for sale, though. Uh, it doesn't Either look like way, it's be for free. But still, well, I cool. didn't think it was going to be for free. I mean, well, a lot of people put short films, especially this kind, online for free. But either way, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty sick. So look, cool. look for that next year. Cool, cool. All right, and to finish up our new stories, the Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn, Reborn benchmark and character creator is now available. Uh, it came out, I believe, it was August first on their website. I'll have a link to that. And um, basically what this changes is this is an optimized version of the benchmark um, to fit the uh, retail release of the game. A few things to note about this. Even if you couldn't play Final Fantasy XIV just by a little bit, then you could probably play this game. They actually made the game to uh, work better on older older computers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. And um, also the character creator is included. You can create your character now. And then when the game comes out, you can just uh, hit a button to import it. So you don't have to spend, you know, half hour, 45 minutes creating your character. Uh, or some people but spend I thought a people lot longer. That. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can do it now while you wait for the game to come out. And then once the game comes out, then you can just import the character. So you're still doing it. You're just doing it prior to the game. And actually, uh, some people spend like hour, two hours creating the character. It took me about a half hour. I made one. But I know a friend of mine, she's like, I'm going to make uh, one for each race and each sex, too. So she's going to make, like, six. I think it's like ten characters. I'm like, dang, that's a lot of work. <laughs> um, uh, just to put it out there, my score on maximum setting with, at 1440 by 900 was uh, 6,550, um, which is uh, very high. 700 is, is extremely high. I heard it was all low. Oh, no. Oh. But what's funny is I was looking on the forums and people are getting like 10,000, 14,000, uh, you know, and I'm like, well, I knew my computer wasn't that good, but at least I can play the game on high or maximum settings. It's really, that's all that matters, you know? Yeah. All right, well, that's our news stories. Uh, I have a few pieces of media to mention that you will find on our show notes. The first is a music video called Nothing to Prove. Or is it a music video? I think it's a music video. 
Um, I forgot if there's music or if it's just uh, a video. Oh yeah, it's it's a music video. Sorry, it it was like two weeks ago when I watched it. I meant to talk about it last week. Uh, it's called "Nothing to Prove" by Geek Girls and Double Clickers, and basically, damn clickers. <laughs> oh, wait, I was thinking the last of us. Yeah, basically, it's a music video by girl, not gamers, but girl geeks about girl geeks. Um, it's it's a pretty cool video. Uh, I definitely suggest a watch. I will also be posting the video uh, uh, trailer for Pokemon X and Y uh, Horde and uh, Air Battles, along with some Elder Scrolls Collection uh, pictures and the Moroke Dragon Priest statue images. Cool. And yeah, that's um, that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> Pretty short one. Uh, let's see, uh, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, I mean, that wasn't a question, that was a statement, Sorry. It sounded like, um, <laughs> uh, do you want to get a hold of us? <laughs> uh, you can do so at kvgto4 at gmail.com. Our website is kvgtpodcast.com, Facebook, you can, uh, facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast, and as we've started mentioning more recently, we are on iTunes, that's our main place if you, uh, subscribe on there. And Stitcher Radio, we have actually um, I've been noticing an increase in Stitcher Radio over the last six months. So um, I actually forgot we were on there for months. So, but yeah, we are on Stitcher Radio, and we're actually gaining a little popularity on there. I'm actually going to start a an, an affiliate account for us on there. So if you if you haven't done it yet, um, pretty soon you'll be able to do it, and it'll be uh, beneficial to you and us. Um, which I'll explain more once I get that done. And as always, we're on Twitter. I am my personal one for writing and such is at Soul Scribbler. My video game. He got it right. Yep. My video game slash uh, geek one is at KVGT Jeremy. Patrick is at Big Solo Six Four. And if you just want to send a general message to the podcast or Frank, you can do it at KVGT Podcast. Um, Tell Frank how you hello want him on Twitter. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, websites, as always, personal websites for me is a writerstruggle.com where you can find information and I- advice from a writer to writers, along with my upcoming podcast that I now have uh, three confirmed scheduled interviews and with a fourth in the works. Yeah, but you'll probably just cancel on them because you're, you know, need to play with your cat or you're going to be sick or. Oh, my cat does need to be played with. Or. Oh. Or you're, you know, um, off work, so you're going to go on some epic adventure to Carmel. You jealous? No. Just going how it works, you know? Yeah. And what's your website, Patrick? Patrickstot64.blogspot.com. Cool, cool. And as always, some friends of the show, the Nerdgasm Network at nerdgasmnetwork.com. Uh, their series challenge at nerdgasmnetwork.blogspot.com. You've got to go check out extraplay.info. And also the No Quarters podcast at nogorders.net. Along with them, you can do check out the superbudgetbrothers.com. And finally, and last but not least, is Intrepid Audio Productions at beyondtheheadset.co. Co, co. Yeah, and I got a little message for uh, not Matt, but Matt. Oh, yeah, of course. Your Steelers suck. I don't give a shit how many 
world or uh, Super Bowls you have. Okay, you can try or to world talk series. all the crap you want. You know, <laughs> or World Series <laughs> or, or Stanley Cups. Yeah, seriously. Uh, your Steelers still suck. The Raiders lead with more wins over the Steelers than the Steelers do over the Raiders. Get over yourselves. Terrible towels, please. I wipe my ass with them. Steelers suck. Go Raiders. You know, but I don't think either Matt is going to hear that because I don't think they listen to the show normally. Oh, they do. Then how come I haven't got heard from Matt? I don't know, but I Matt, called him out. I called him out. Uh, what was that? A week ago now, and he hasn't he hasn't got a hold of me. With, well, the second Matt, who when he was uh, he he got a little. Uh, I think he was a little upset with me when I told him to 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 man up about uh, buying the video games. He he commented on that, and uh, it's normal for people to be upset about to you though. Uh, and then then uh, when I called him out about Big Brother, he he, he commented about that. And, oh, really? Yeah, so. So I'm the only one there ignoring. All right, I see how it is. Uh, well, I don't blame him. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this week. Um, you guys have anything to add, subtract, multiply? Twitcher's pissing me off. Twitcher? Yeah. Twitter or Twitch? Twitch. <laughs> okay. I always say that, too. All right, so that's it, and see you next week.